Okay. Yep. You're a simp if you love your mum. She's never going to date you. Get over it. <laughs> <laughs> And welcome to this week's helping of Greek Burrito. My name is Jordan Shenton, and sitting opposite me, live via astral projection, is who? I am the spirit of Harrison Wilde, past, present, and future, and I am in the 4D, the 4 dimension. The fourth dimension. <laughs> Harrison Wilde. Harrison Wilde. Wow. <laughs> Harrison Wilde, the only man I have ever known to make bread, bring it into a man's house, tempt him with it, and then leave without sharing. I do. I'm sorry. How's that feel? <laughs> it Calling hurts. you out. You also that's the so, second time I've been called Harrison Mild. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a mild Harrison I'm today. A mild boy today. <laughs> so tell them what we do here, Harrison. Uh, what, what we are we do? a comedy, gaming, movie, and entertainment podcast uh, to help you get through the weekly slog that is just turned into day. It's not Monday. It's not Tuesday or Wednesday. It's become just day. Everything's blended <laughs> I together. Don't... I genuinely, I keep thinking today's Monday, so I'm like, oh, I should be at work, and then I realise that it's a Sunday. Yeah, it doesn't make, make a difference anymore. I'm just sat at home. Oh, that's all I do. Well, it matters to me. I work. Yes. <laughs> You're lucky. I wish I was. <laughs> no, you. Well, you are 100% right. You could not be more right, even if you were made entirely of right sides, drove in America <laughs> at a 90 degree angle, and changed your name legally. I might add. Mr. Right. I will be Mr. Right. I will do it for you. <laughs> so let's get our stanky socials out of the way. Uh, where can you find us on Facebook? It's Grief Burrito. Uh, what about Twitter? At Grief Burrito. YouTube? Grief Burrito. Sent. Grief Burrito. And what about Twitch? Twitch.tv forward slash Grief Burrito. That hell is right. So we're Grief Burrito everywhere in the world. Please make sure that when this episode is done to leave us a little wordy review and rating as it helps us climb beyond the top 75, which we are so close to doing. Uh, if you leave the words not pap, I will personally send you a letter with a limited edition Grief Burrito foil sticker. And also, if you're after some new games uh, with up to 70% discount off the price, go over to the link in the show notes and you can get money off your games, but also your sanity. Uh, also, a big shout out to our new listeners in Serbia, Kazakhstan, the Maldives, Mongolia, Mauritius, Oman, and those 49 new listeners in Alabama. Whoever you are, reach out to us because I can see that you've been binging. We want to know who you are. Want to know? Podcast is worldwide. Worldwide, like baby. Like pitbull up in this bitch. <laughs> right, so okay. well, let us the listeners know what we're going to be doing today, Jamer. So this week we're going to be covering games we both, well, we dislike individually, mm-hmm. uh, but we're going to do a positive spin on it. We so can. I will shortly ask Harrison, who to your knowledge is completely unprepared for this, for five games he dislikes yep. and he'll say only good things about them. And he will ask me the same and we shall be positive AF. What is a fuck? More positive than a proton at a pep rally. Oh, nice. uh, it's a bit of science there. Uh, oh mama, this is going to be a happy episode. It is, I can feel I'm it pumped. already. Yous. Okay, but before we start, however, mm-hmm. I've taken a leaf out of the book of none other than Nick from Bottom of the Stream. So hello to Adam and Nick. Hello! Meaning that I have created possibly the greatest per-episode game known to man. 
However, I will not be coming up with a different name every episode because I could never come close to the magic that Nick creates. This game is called Games Unsuitably Accurately Characterized, or GWAC for short, with us being a burrito. And it's named lovingly after our old podcast kitty. Oh, I missed Whack. him. I miss his little big Me feet. Me too. Little big feet. I miss his... <laughs> <laughs> you look like he was wearing a tuxedo because he, he had the white patch and his little white feet. It was He was adorable. He was. There are pictures somewhere. <laughs> so the, the aim of this game is to guess which video game I'm talking about. But the twist is that I'm going to explain it all wrong, but in a way that's still correct. I'll read you an example first, Harrison. Okay. Uh, and you guys at home can play too. So... This game is about a disgruntled cleaner who wants snacks. But he isn't happy with the snacks that are provided or will pre be provided. The worker then goes on a grand adventure to help other people who will be really angry with the snacks too. And do you want, uh, do you want a little clue? Or do you think you're alright? Yeah, clue is up, clue is up. Uh, he has an interesting haircut. Ooh. Now, what's the game, old lanky chap? I think it might be the game that's loosely based on my life, Abe's Odyssey. <laughs> You are correct. So what, what gave it away? You're just a big fan of the cleaning and things like that. I love, I love like a bit that. of cleaning and I love not being happy with the snacks that have been provided. <laughs> <laughs> so for anyone who doesn't know, Abe's Odyssey is a game about a little blue alien called Abe. Uh, it's, do you know his full name, Harrison? Uh, Abe Michaels. <laughs> not quite. No? <laughs> <laughs> you know, you, you're close. No, it's Abraham Law. Really? Yeah. I think. I'm pretty sure that's right. Law if not, spell L-A-W. Uh, L-U-R-E. Oh, Lure. 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 Go, turn it all French or yeah, French. Okay. okay, are you ready for the real one? I am. So this is the one that I don't know the answer to, just for the listeners. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> that one was a little preamble, hasn't practice, you? Yeah. Yes. So um, this one is about a terrorist who travels the globe, killing countless innocent soldiers who are just trying to do their job. He breaks a woman's heart, doesn't know who even the most classic of video game characters are, and has a penchant for destroying vast cities because he's a dick. <laughs> uh, and do you, want, do you want a clue or? Yes, please. Uh, he loves his bling. He loves his bling. Hmm. Let's see. My first thought was like Duke Nukem, but I don't think he loves his bling. I know he loves sunglasses and like crew haircuts. Uh, no, you're right. Oh, mm, is it not not quite? Is it that Rush the Russian guy? Uh, oh, what's his name? Is it Devil's Third? Is that the game? It is not. Ah, uh, no, I I don't know. I, that is a really obscure one. I'm surprised that's what you went for. Yeah, I don't know. I I, I don't know why I thought that would be the terrorist thing. Uh, who else is like traveling the globe, killing innocent soldiers, breaks a woman's heart, and doesn't even know video games? I genuinely don't know, actually. Do you not? No. Well, for anyone at home who might have guessed, it is Nathan Drake from the Uncharted series. Ah, right. Okay. Okay. So he uh, he travels the world. Like in the game, right? Me, uh, we were talking about this. <laughs> right. Everyone the, sit down. We have like a little <laughs> Twitter thing. No. So me. So we were talking about it on Twitter. So we have me, you, Adam, and Nick yep. from bottom of the stream in a chat, and we were talking about how great Uncharted is. Mm -hmm. Um, and then very quickly pointed out that you know he's the good guy of these games, but he he's. Over the course of all four, you must kill upwards of like three thousand people. Really? <laughs> it's like it's crazy. The amount of people he kills, and it's like he's a good guy though. It's fine. It's all good. But honestly, amazing games. If you've not played them, give them a go. Yes, do do. So if you got that, well done. But okay, 
Legs Bandango. Let's do it. What games do you dislike? That's your name now, Legs, Legs Bandango. Bandango. Well, it's pretty apt, if I'm honest. Uh, <laughs> these 35-inch babies. Uh, so my five games are... Some people are going to hate me for this, particularly Anna. Skyrim. I really don't like Skyrim. Uh, Fallout 3, Destiny, Mass Effect, and Dragon Age. Uh, what are yours, okay. Mr. Jim Bimbomb? Jim Bimbomb. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Assassin's Creed 3, Bad Rats, Fallout 4, Resident Evil 6, and FIFA. I believe it's pronounced Fi-Fi. Uh, Fi-Fi? Fi-Fi. Okay. okay. Right. So, shall shall we start with mine? Yeah, let's go with yours. Yes. So, let's start with Skyrim. So, Skyrim. Okay. It's the first game. I love Skyrim. And I'm going to tell you why. There's reasons, I promise. <laughs> <laughs> Am I stalling? No. So the first thing I can actually really appreciate about Skyrim is the asset design for the games. I, I love how each race of people have their own defined like architecture, for example. Uh, you can really feel the inspiration from Lord of the Rings. However, knowing that people would make that leap, they obviously strayed from the regular formula. So, like you've seen Lord of the Rings, Jordan, you know that the big dwarven cities you've got, is, is it Moria with like the big fucking giant halls with all the big pillars through it? Yeah, the mines of Moria. Yeah, it's a mine, as Gimli says. <laughs> <laughs> and then well, It's Pete. a mime and it's just a giant mime. He's just like, I moved my hands, but there was no sound. So. <laughs> <laughs> I knew exactly what yeah, you were that doing was a pointless as well. Thing. Like, we're remote at the minute. So yeah, we can't I knew ex- I know you so well that I knew you'd do a mime <laughs> thing. Yeah, I also do really like the Sean Bean line afterwards where he's like it's a mine he's like no it's a tomb I just like the way he (laughs) says tomb it's like really dramatic so the Dwarven City in these uh, for example are very very different and it's it's probably my favourite place in these games they've added like a steam powered element to the society Um, so everything is like brass and awesomely geometric and the steam powered automaton spiders those are fucking epic I think they are awesome I just like, I don't know, it's like brought a new level of technology underneath the normal uh, medieval nature of the game. Yeah, definitely. Um, I love Bethesda games, and Haz knows this, yes. um, from like Oblivion onwards. And while I'm not the biggest fan of Skyrim, like I can completely appreciate like it's a beautiful game in areas, um, even though it's got like this really like frigid grasp around yeah, it. Yeah. So the variety of areas, the lighting, the sound design, they're all incredible. Not to mention the absolute like insane number of mods that you can just kind of slap onto this beast. <laughs> so yeah, all I can think of is like the meme of like, do you know the guy who slaps the roof of the car yeah. saying like you can fit so many like whatever in <laughs> this bad boy. In this bad boy. Yeah. yeah, exactly. You can fit all the mods in this bad boy. Stu, but, but, sorry, Stu said um, a picture the other day of a meme and it's the, you know, the two guys from the, uh, is it the antique show where you like they shout at each other and he flips the table because they get angry and shout at each other? Or is it American <laughs> Chopper it might be actually? American Chopper, yeah. yeah. And it was those two shouting about all the different mods and all the things that are needed to make Skyrim even better. And it's like, you put monocles on the mud crabs and he's like, I needed it. And I like, flips the fucking table. <laughs> <laughs> That's genius. Yeah. Uh, I love those kind of things. Where you can just whack anything onto it and it makes sense in the context. Yeah. But yeah, the, like further to all of this kind of stuff, there's also like, also like a wealth of quests, items, Enemies, locations, skills, side stories, books, clothing, and even mother effing dragons, Harrison. Yeah, dragons. Or if you're feeling All a real penchant, you could turn those dragons into Thomas the Tank Engine, as we said. Or Macho Man or Randy Macho Savage. Man. Oh, yeah. As we said uh, in one of our other episodes. We did that on an episode, didn't we? About all our favourite mods from things. I think so, yeah, we did. Yeah, and We've you could done turn, so many episodes now. You could turn your character into Sonic, wasn't that one? 
and it played like... when you walk, <laughs> it just plays a really distorted version of the audio. Yeah, the Green Hill song. Fucking hell. Oh, that was really funny. I love it so much. And you could turn it into Mario. There was a Mario one as well. I That's one thing. I do appreciate this game for just, again, the sheer amount of mods that can go into it. Because there are thousands. Oh, yeah. People are still making stuff to this day, like full-on quests, everything like that. It's, it, I, I spent a fair bit of time in it, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm personally not the biggest fan of it but what it does it does really well yeah i mean that shows a lot that you still played it even though you weren't a big fan of it and put that much time in oh yeah i i booked like time off work oh shit when when it happened like i i bought like three days off and i just bought loads of energy drinks and like chocolate and stuff (laughs) what do you mean when it came out yeah (laughs) when it came out you said when it happened the day it it happened The day it dropped. The cataclysm. Is the more I think about it, the more I want to play it. (laughs) You know what I mean? I bet you'll go back to it. Oh, we'll see. I've got a lot of free time at the minute. Yeah, yeah, we all do. So what's your first game? My first game is Assassin's Creed 3. Okay, Connor Kenway. Now it is. Yes, it is. It's a Native American assassin. So now what can I say about Assassin's Creed 3? Firstly, <laughs> don't worry, it's all good. So the opening where you play is, um, is it Haitian? I can't is, remember. I only so, watched my brother play this one. I never played it myself. Right. So the openings where you play is a Templar, basically. Right. And it's really awesome. So it really catches you off guard. You don't expect to be playing as the opposition of who you mainly play in these games. And when it catches you off guard, it challenges who you think the good guy can be. Because Haitian's actually like a nice character. He's really good. It's like... Um, it's like meeting a vegan who doesn't talk about being vegan. Oh, right, cool. No. <laughs> uh, sorry, vegans. I'm not actually against I can against hear you. the keyboards clacking in rage. <laughs> the, the change to playing as Connor was actually interesting as well because being able to like run through trees and fight with more like Native American-style weapons like a hatchet and stuff yeah. like that, the design of his character was really cool. I really, It's still probably one of my favourite outfits of one of the assassins it so far. It is awesome, yeah, like the peacoat, isn't it? it? Exactly, yeah. I, I adore that style. Uh, and being able to fight with, like, muskets and get see all these firing lines and stuff like that. And even though I never played the DLCs that made Abe Lincoln a tyrant, that is a cool-ass premise. Yeah, so I've got a little note here. So is that when you did... In the DLC, is that when it was King George Washington in it? Like, it was a different version I'm, of history? <laughs> I've just read your note, and I feel like I may have fucked up. It may not be Abe Lincoln. <laughs> oh, right. <laughs> yeah, maybe it's George Washington. <laughs> Sorry, I, yeah, I know there was one cool where premise. it was a change on that. Yeah, I think it's like the tyranny of like George Washington or something like that, and that's that's a really cool like alternate history yeah, kind of thing. It's a great premise. It's it's I do really like alternate history. Like with I know I said I don't really like Fallout and that kind of thing, which is going to be our next game. Uh, but I do like the alternate history take on things, or like with Bioshock, where it's a piece of history that might have happened that you wouldn't have known about anyway. Well, yeah, it's like if if you looked at like how we went with, um, well, I forgot the guy who made electricity. What's his name? Uh, made electricity? <laughs> are you I, talking I Tesla or are you talking, um, what's his name? Fuck. Let's see. Why, what, what have happened? you done to me? You made me forget. <laughs> I'm the sciencey so boy. Oh my God. I know. Well, it's like if Thomas we Edison. went with Tesla's design, yeah, instead of Thomas Edison's, yeah. you know what I mean? It's like where does the, where's the difference? Yeah. So what what kind of path would have we gone down if we took a diverging route in history? Yeah. I love that idea. Yeah, definitely. But yeah, I really like that. I like the thought. I like that. Right. What's your? <laughs> I am a fan. 
What's your next one? <laughs> so my next one is Fallout 3, and I want to know your thoughts first this time. Well, this one's going to be real easy for me because I adore Fallout 3. Uh, the setting, the stories, the quests, basically everything. I just love the variety of like the quests too before Bethesda moved to like their newer style of games. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was less kind of just kind of go here, bring things back. Some of the best things about Fallout 3, though, I'll just run you through a very quick list because I'll just gush about it forever. (laughs) Ah, Tenpenny Tower, Galaxy News Radio, Power Armor, Bloody Mess, Operation Anchorage, The Pit, Point Lookout, Mothership Zeta, Reverse Pitpocketing, and, like, much, 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 much more. There is so much stuff. So much stuff, Harrison, (laughs) that I can't... We don't have time to get into. Not even enough time. So the Reverse Pitpocketing, was that, like, when you could put a grenade in someone's pocket and then like it'd blow them hell yeah that that's clever like i do like that i remember seeing my dad it do that and be hilarious. like that is devastatingly cruel and hilarious <laughs> <laughs> there's no like there's no real benefit to it yeah. you know if you're that close you can just like sneak attack someone in the back but it's like the idea of just like the ultimate humiliation it's like this guy's gone to take something out of your pocket and put a grenade in yeah it's like i like genius. the person who's like crawled away and they're behind a box like <laughs> like the little laugh, <laughs> little laugh or well, it's blows like, up. the grenades are like they do enough damage as well that if you're sneaking and putting a grenade in someone's pocket you've got to run away anyway so you it's like there. yeah it's like haha and then you know <laughs> You, on, you've also what? put bloody mess. What? What's that? Is that? Ooh, bloody is mess is a perk. Is it makes him yeah. blow up, right? I think it's like a ten, five or ten percent chance um, of whenever you hit someone and kill them, yeah. they just explode into body parts. <laughs> but it also increases the damage of all your guns as well. Oh, okay. I love it so much. Right, I think I remember seeing the the little Pip Boy logo of that. It's just like a splat, isn't it, or something? It's just a, like he's holding like a really small pistol, shooting at someone, and they've just exploded. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, yeah oh, it's so good. I love it so much. Uh, right, well, my things about Fallout Three. Uh, damn, if they aren't good at sand textures. I love me some sand. <laughs> <laughs> love me some grey colours, as you know, I like Gears of War, I'm all about the greys. Uh, but in all seriousness, I think the, the VAT system that they developed for hitting enemy weak points is a pretty clever mechanic. Uh, it seems like it should be something where you're like, oh, you just slow time down so you can aim, which seems like a normal thing that you see in a lot of games anyway. But it's the way that they executed it with the look of each of the highlights being the enemy limbs with the percentage hit rates all in the Pip-Boys like CRT monitor green. It's just dang lovely. Zip zupping dang spangly, which is the, as they say in the 40s and 50s. That was really, is that- it's hard to read off my text. That. <laughs> <laughs> is that the the act- Act of zipping between each thing. The act Sorry, of zipping zip, and zopping, zopping. dang Yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah, it's it's really good. I love that, especially like you can damage limbs to the point where enemies can't shoot and stuff as well. Or if they're running away, you can like cripple their limbs. Yeah, so you like break it's their so arms good. or the legs, don't you? Essentially. Yeah, it's it's really good. Like if you hit an enemy in the head and like cripple their head somehow, mind without cripple. killing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah my mind brain they, they start like holding their head and stuff so it stops them attacking oh, right. but there's there's loads of good mods and stuff as well where it's like you can do the hardcore version of the game i can't remember what it's actually called now but it just makes it like insanely difficult like if you get headshotted like headshot multiplication damage is like really high so if you get headshotted you're basically done Amazing. i love That's it so cool. much yeah so again like so many mods that make this game just a thousand times with, better with than this game is. and with skyrim is it that bethesda games either the engine that they use is it that that's just particularly easy to mod 
or like because they, they, they seem to have way more than everyone else they they for fallout made something called the geck right so within the fallout universe the geck's the garden of eden creation kit and you can use it to start new life basically it's like um I don't know how to explain it. You put it down, you open it, bam, there's, you know, vegetation yeah. and stuff. They created a mod tool for it. So I think they used it to make the game, actually. So it's a dedicated development kit for the game. Oh, right. Okay. And it's it's actually not hard to use. Me and my mates did some messing about with it when we were younger. Right. It's good. So I guess with that, it gives it a lot of the back-end systems that allows you to create pretty much anything, then, I guess. Yeah, you can create and link environments, you can amend weapons, you can change skins, you can you can do what you want. Wow, that's it's, really cool. It's really, really good and intuitive. No way. Well, that explains it then. Hell yeah. There we go. Yeah. My next game. <laughs> if uh, if you don't know what this is, you're in for a treat. Oh, yeah. So, Bad Rats is the only Steam game I've ever considered asking Steam to remove from my library. Really? Wow. Yeah, because it embarrassed me having it in there. Bad Rats is a physics-based puzzle game with inconsistent physics, which, <laughs> on a in a positive spin, definitely makes it a challenge, and that's basically all the information I have I about it, Harrison. So with the inconsistent physics, is that intentional? I, I don't know. I didn't stop to think. Or do you think it's just so bad that it just doesn't even... Uh. I don't know if this... This isn't me being negative. Yeah. This is me thinking. Um, I'm not sure whether this game has gone past so bad that it's good, wrapped around and gone back to bad. Whoa. It's like a 1080 but, of badness. Well, that's the thing. I've not played it in years. So, you know, I might just might just give it a quick install, I, I give it a should. go. I think you should have it have a go. Cause like, like, I, I, should we stream it at some yeah, point when we we're should. allowed it to looks be back amazing. together? Like, I, I googled this one, I saw the cover, and I was like, what in the fucking ass is this? Listeners, please do it right now. Go and look at the cover for Bad Rats. It's some weird-ass low-poly gang-violence-looking cover that looks like it's a rap album from Rats. So I shot a steamy goog and headed over to some videos on YouTube, and it looks hilarious. I think I actually like it. Like The music is horrendous and cheesy. I know that isn't a rap pun. It's like... It, the music's like the shit wrestling game music, like from WWF Warzone for the N64. And I love the thought that this was like a big fucking messed up thing where you click Warzone on the on the Xbox One and it actually loads this. I'd love that as a prank. I think that is something we need, <laughs> like 150 PvP of Warzone. I, I've got here that I think I got some suddenly painful flashback when I saw the cat in this game because I think I might have played this. Yeah, it looks like do you, when you were in school. Yeah, did you have those? Did you have like in primary school the computer classes where they give you the? It was like maths games and there'd yeah. be like little animations with it. It reminds me of that. Yeah, that's how it feels. It does, and it's. Don't get me wrong. I'm sure, like, if if you go through it, there's some kind of. Sorry, I'll, I'll explain what inconsistent physics means first. Okay. So, for just to paint a picture of this. In these physics games, what's meant to happen is if you set everything up and press go, the the outcome should be the same every single time. Yeah. So let's say you drop a ball, then it rolls three feet. It stops. The exact same thing should happen every time because you've not changed any var um, variables. Yeah. So That's not the case with this the game. The premise with this game is you're like stacking rats to solve a puzzle, aren't you? And they all the different rats have yeah. a different function, whether it's shooting something or bouncing on a trampoline or walking forward and doing something sorry just for listeners just in case they're struggling to image in their minds what yeah. this is 
it's it's a two D, but in three D yeah. puzzle game, yeah. uh, which it's not the worst game in the world. I'll give it that. It's not the worst game in the world. <laughs> I think I think that's all I can say yeah, about I it. I before I just it. descend into like hatred. <laughs> Please, guys, okay, go. And what's look your game? Up? Uh, my next one is Destiny. Destiny is the next game I chose as it's one that I actually did play for quite a while. Uh, what are some of your thoughts on Bungie's latest franchise first? So, as you know, I've played a lot of Destiny 2 and Destiny 1. Yeah. So I was introduced to Destiny by a friend from work called Matt. Um, hi, Matt. If you're listening, hey, probably not. Um, together, me, uh, him, my mate Mike, another guy called Tom and Ben. We had some of the most fun I've ever actually had on the PS4 because they just convinced me to get it out of nowhere. Yeah. Um, and it's probably the first like MMO, I'm doing air quotes, yeah. um, I'd ever played. And it was like, it was a great party of people to have. Like when I look back on Destiny 1, all I have are fond memories of it. And I'm really happy I was suggested to buy mm-hmm. it. So like the gunplay was really fun. The exotics were interesting and gave some variation. The mechanics gave an entire community something to like teach and learn to each other. Yeah. So like the raids. So I couldn't have got through a bunch of these raids without watching videos people had made or being taught to do it in raid. Okay. Uh, I played Destiny two recently and I got I finally got my Undying badge in the post, which is really cool. Uh-huh. My Vex Undying for doing everything within the season of the Undying. Uh, and I wouldn't have had that much time put into it if it wasn't for Matt. So thank you, mate. Yeah, thank you. Uh, personally, we talk about this a fair bit. Um, it has, for me, a really good great like gameplay loop. Yeah. So obviously you've got to like do a mission, you get gear, you do more missions and do your tasks and stuff like that. It always There's always something for me to do, which is something I have quite a big problem with nowadays. The lack of progression in games or the lack of having something to do. So that really really helped me there yeah it's quite a genre defining game to be honest isn't it because it's almost virgin on looter shooter it's like it's like a looter light isn't it yeah pretty much it, it's so i wouldn't say dumbed down but it's not it's just simplified so instead of having to like min max all your stuff you can do it but you can get by without do you want to explain what min max is for listeners who might not know that oh is? sorry so min-maxing in games is where you have, let's say you've got two pieces of armor. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're specking into a class or something that requires, let's say, um, you need to... So, right, I'm going into <laughs> Destiny now. So you've got your mobility, which is how fast and fast you can move, how high you can jump, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. You've got your discipline, I think, which is how often you can throw grenades. And you've got your strength, which is how often you can have your melee ability. Um, if you had two pieces of armor that look exactly the same and the stats are slightly different, if you're specking into discipline to be able to throw as many grenades as possible, as fast as possible, um, you can, you've got to look very, like, finite, like, very deep into what items you actually need and then grind for the ones that give you the most of that, that kind of skill. So, like, discipline, for example. So that's min-maxing, where you're constantly looking to get the the maximum out of it and minimizing the other things you don't need. That's not the reason it's called min-maxing, I'm sure. I'm just guessing. All right, okay. <laughs> it's just something you say in the community. Yeah. It's community um, yeah, lingo, son. Get to learn. Hell yeah. <laughs> Go on. What do you think? Um, I, I To be honest, I do really like the gunplay, like you mentioned. I think the shooting's great. They, they did a great uh, like merging of 
sort of what Bungie are used to with the Halo gunplay and Activision from Call of Duty. They had like a nice meld in there. Um, and also, one of the things I really love about Destiny is the player movement. So I really enjoyed the verticality of the levels and the difference between the different planets. So you've got Earth, the Moon, Venus. And I've, I'm not sure. Was it Titan you went to on the first one? I think so, yeah. There was another planet, planet I couldn't quite it? remember because it was a while ago that I played it. Um, and speaking of like the levels themselves, the the art direction in the levels was something that I found fascinating. Uh, and it's something they've continued to do with Destiny 2. So they love all the colourful fog and like glowing ambient textures that give off like really nice bloom lighting through the fog. Um, like, you know, when you go into all the big caves and then there was what part in the asteroid field, I think? Um, where there was a broken ship that like looked out over into space and oh fuck it was great I love I love them for that I really do some of the designs really are amazing like the story as well in 2 there's a point where you're walking along I think the external of a ship oh right so you're walking on the outside and you have to stand behind blast shields because like the flares from the sun are coming at you and it's just like it's so so cool and it really does make you feel like it really does make you feel like really powerful as a guardian because they are like superhuman and stuff like that. It's just, ah, oh, I want to play more Destiny, but I can't sink that much time no, into a game anymore. That's the thing. I'm looking for something to play at the minute and I'm wondering whether I should try that. I'm still feeling a little under-enthused by all my games currently. Uh, that much that I'm looking back towards my older games because I'm kind of wanting to complete Quake 1 and 2 because uh, I never never did okay. that. So I found a, a HD texture pack for Quake 1 that puts all modern lighting in it and does all the textures in 4K. So I'm, I'm playing with ways to get do that you, working. Do you want to know what games I've just redeemed to, to my Steam account? Yes, please. <laughs> so uh, I went through my Humble Bundle queue. This is about out of... This isn't part of the episode. This is just me, like, bragging. <laughs> um, <laughs> Humble Bundle so bro. I redeemed... Uh, keep talking nobody explodes the witness jackbox party 2 uh stick fight party hard kingdom come deliverance stick shards of darkness dragon's dogma dark arisen wonder song deus ex mankind divided warhammer 40k mechanicus and for honor no way that's a nice list uh one oh not for honor sorry i already have for honor wonder song is really cool i'm playing that at the moment oh i love it it's so cute it's so nice isn't I, it it's like that <laughs> was the point i sort of saw it's like I was doing something to... I think I was trying to wake someone up. I won't spoil whatever's yeah, going yeah. on in the story. But it was like, we need. I can't wake him up. He's like, well, I'll sing at him really loud. That's what I do. <laughs> I was like, That's so cute. Yeah, the game starts with you like in a fight, doesn't it, with a sword. And you, you move the control stick around to how high you're going to hold the sword. And then when you get to the top, the yeah. guy's like, because he's not strong enough because he's a bard. And then he doesn't he just drop the sword or something and you sing at him instead. Yeah, pretty much. It's it's just like it's so cute and it's got so much character. I love it. Like, about, I'll just walk around like holding the sing same or the and, dance like, changing button. the You've direction. Just got a dance as well, haven't you? <laughs> yeah, just to like hear the music and see how the world like pulses yeah, with the, the music. Yeah, the world bounces, and stuff. doesn't it? It's yeah. so cute. I love it. Yeah, that's definitely one of the most characterful games I've seen in a while. Like, it's, it's a real indie game. It's made by only three people, I think. Um, yeah, it's honestly it's gorgeous. Like the bit where the the singing as well, like you're singing, translating for someone. Yeah, yeah, that's well good. That it was so heartwarming. I loved it. Yeah, guys, please go check oh, that out. That might have to smile. be a recommend for this week because uh, it's a real good one. I think so. Yeah, I think I might have recommended it before. You know, because I, I definitely put a video on on Instagram of it of it 
of the dancing bit because it really made me laugh. <laughs> All right, then. What's the next game uh, before we start gushing over yeah. Wonder Song? Uh, the next one is yours, and it's Fallout 4. Ah, okay. So... I didn't actually expect to have two Fallout games on this list when we started, yeah. in all honesty. But here we are. Um, <laughs> so that's three Bethesda games straight up on this list. Yeah, that the way you said that, in my head it was like me and you stuck in quicksand and you're like, well, here we are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, this is us yeah. now. This is our lives. Yeah. So <laughs> just like the, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, Fallout 4 is a departure from the old, clunky, janky nature of Fallout 3 in New Vegas, and there have been marginal improvements in almost all of the areas. So the map is smaller, but more crammed with things to do. The story is almost more of a detective drama, and the movement and gunplay really just solidify Fallout 4 as a decent first and third person shooter, depending on the camera angle you play. Yeah, I like that you can change that as well. That's a nice touch. It really is. I wish more games would do that. So, though I'm not really a fan of the decision to change, like, to a voice protagonist, that's just me personally, um, it's hard to deny that the amount of work that was put into this game is astounding, even just with the voice lines alone. Oh, yeah. yeah. I think it was it was some, like, ridiculous level of voice lines, like, how many there were. I really should have Googled yeah, you've it. You've got so many My options, bad. though, haven't you? Oh, yeah. Well, there's always, like, four options within a conversation, and that's obviously branching out throughout the game. That's an incredible amount. Yeah, it is. It's uh, like with my next game being like Mass Effect, like we said before, that's the same, isn't it? That was sort of what inspired these multi voice line games where you've got so many options to talk through that it'll all change the story as you go. Yeah, it's it just it is incredible when you think about it. So I think it is. So I've just Googled it. Yeah. Earlier in the year, Fallout 4 director Todd Howard revealed the voice actor. Courtney Taylor and Brian T. Delaney recorded over 13,000 lines of dialogue oh, over a period of two years. Wow. That is a lot. That is a hell of a lot. I hope they were on a call-out basis for voice acting. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> I know. You're not allowed to leave. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, they added... So crafting's been added. Um, junk is a- actually has a purpose Which now great. instead of just being laying about. Yeah, it's cool that the stuff that was in the environment, there was no point in picking it up in 3 New Vegas. So it was good that, you know, you could actually pick stuff up and scrap it and use it. You could build bases. Uh, Preston Garvey's always there to give you some settlement like <laughs> recommendations to help. Uh, and DLCs like Far Harbor and Nuka World add a ton of extra content and you can easily dump like hundreds of hours into this game. And also the VR isn't bad on it either. Is it not? Uh, I've if not you played seen it anything VR. from it in that. It's not the worst. It's like there are definitely worse. Like considering it's a full game as well within VR, yeah. you can tell it's been bolted on afterwards, but it works surprisingly well. I'm, I was happy with it. That's good as long as it's an extra thing that just sort of brings the experience up that next level and doesn't like take yeah, anything definitely. away from it. Hundred uh, percent. Fallout Four. I never actually played because I I just loved Fallout Three too much. Uh, you couldn't bring yourself no, to I just play put, it. Just the love was too strong. I was like, it was like cheating <laughs> on a lover. I couldn't do it. Uh, I, <laughs> I did start it. I did. I made a character, and I remember going outside in the first area. Um, but I just, I, I couldn't play anymore. I couldn't betray Fallout 3's memory. Oh, that's so kind of you. You're such a gentleman. I, am, I know. <laughs> right. Go on then. What's the so next my one? My next one, as I just mentioned, is Mass Effect. Um, it's massively affected, as I said. 
I was <laughs> I was super impressed, as I said, by the level of speech options in this, um, or what I like to call custom vocalpedia. Uh, it gave you so many options, and I've completely... What am I reading here? I write some stuff so weird that it throws me off. Uh, <laughs> it gave you so many more options than you were used to in other games. And I think it, at this point, there were very few games that even gave you any options. Is that right? Uh, I think so. I can't think of anything earlier no. that gave you that many options. Unless you're talking like yes. um, what they call like word adventure ones, where it's just like it's literally just text on a screen. <laughs> Walk east. There is a cabin. Walk west. There are woods. <laughs> okay. I'm stuck between a cabin and a wood place. <laughs> <laughs> Genius, right? So Mass Effect is actually loved by like many people, like many many people. The entire series. It's hated by very few. But even though like the realistic graphics of the time, again, air quotes, Um, they don't hold up amazingly well today. They still hold some real charm to them, which is another thing entirely. I'd I'd prefer something looks bad, like, realistically and has charm to it, to be honest. Whenever I see the graphics from the game, it always makes me think of those 500% facial animation videos. Yes. It's always just a bit too much or a little too little going on on the face. It, it adds a kind of like, it's so difficult with that. It, if we're talking about the first game, it's difficult to display emotions properly Yeah. on those kind of like face models. And I think they still did a pretty good job of like portraying those oh, emotions. Oh yeah, they did. Because like on the first game, I think, were they hand animated still? They weren't motion capture, were they? I think, obviously don't quote me on this, but I think I so. am quoting you, Jordan. Go, yes. All the listeners, ah, quoting. I can no. hear them typing <laughs> with quotes. <laughs> with, quotes, with quotes constant <laughs> quotes air quotes <laughs> shift two <laughs> shift two <laughs> they still um they still hold up to today's standards to a degree mm. i think the thing that most people love about these games is the relationships you can build with your crew and the decisions you make that really impact the rest of the story yeah, like having sex with all uh, the crew yeah you know it just makes the conferences really yeah, awkward <laughs> And like, it's cool how people react to you differently as well because you become this like super well-known person. Um, I didn't really play Mass Effect 1 for more than four hours or so, um, but I knew I was missing out on something really special. I just couldn't get into it. It just didn't gel with me. Yeah. And that's... It's just the way it falls sometimes. Like You might just be having a bad day and it just ruins the, the thing for you. Yeah. Instead of a flip of the table, I, you I've just got... flip the game case. Like, fuck this. <laughs> flip it off the table. Fuck this. And then you take the disc out and put the, the disc in the yeah. case. <laughs> um, I've got a load of mates that call me crazy for never finishing it and, like, continuing the rest of the series. But who knows? Maybe, like, one day I'll actually pick it up again and regret it. That's what I did with um with Uncharted. I just started playing it one day and then didn't like it. And then I went back years later and now I've finished them all and they were great. <laughs> everything fucked (laughs) yeah so everything broke harrison lost half of his recording because he's a genius but that's okay i didn't know how i don't even know how it happened because it was there and then uh, when i reopened the file later on after saving it it said unconnected it was there and then it was not Um, (laughs) right so we're we're doing this thing, I forgot what the, the entire concept of this episode was. Saying good Finding things about positivity in things we don't like about games. Yeah, right, let's do it. So, next part, which I think we're fine with, is Resident Evil 6. It is. So, I 
If you know anything about Resident Evil 6 or the Resident Evil community, you'll know that the most common description of Resident Evil 6 is that it's a good action game, but a bad Resident Evil game. Yes. Yeah? Mm-hmm. If I'm totally honest, this isn't really a negative as such for me, because I think it's right. And people go, like, oh, you're such a big brain. Oh, everyone says that. <laughs> it's like, yeah, because it's right. Yeah, so the combat mechanics are like tight and fluid. Like the set pieces are really good for an action game. And the story yeah. itself isn't like terrible. It's just, you know, if you remove the affiliations to the Resident Evil franchise, it makes for a decent game. Like personally, I feel like if they put another like brand against it, like maybe if it was a Gears of War type game, you know yeah, what I mean? Like, it comes across that way, especially with the boss yeah, battles. Exactly. Like I've spent like tens, maybe like a hundred hours playing the mercenaries. Mode <laughs> I've in spent this tens, mates. tens, tens of hours. Um, <laughs> I've spent a bunch of time playing this because the mercenaries mode actually is a lot of fun. Like you've got to chain the kills together. You can do like executions. And if you press both the triggers at the same time, you do stuff like a reflex shot where it just, it'll hit the enemy. So if you're getting like loop around by a dog or something, they're awful to try and hit when aiming. So it's just like that initial like, bam, you hit it, it's done. You you can just move on to killing more. That and there's variation in the characters when you're playing, like the weapons and their playstyle. Well, not so much the playstyles, just the weapons. Yeah, Uh, from your descriptions, it's made me really want to play it. Because it's a game that I've not played. We'll we'll play the mercenaries when when this entire fluster cluck is over. Yeah, uh, we will. You'll come around and we'll we'll play some games. How's that I'm, sound? I'm excited. Can Sharp Missy select babes. them as well because they've never played VR. They've never played VR. No. Well, stop being poor. No, I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Yeah, of course they can. It's currently being lent out to a friend of mine. You did, yeah. You lent it to Tom, didn't you? I did. Good old Tom. You fucking uh, lent it to me, did you? you cunt. <laughs> <laughs> fuck man <laughs> sorry there was right. some feedback there <laughs> <laughs> yeah he called me a lovely man yeah. uh, right so John go on, is what, a lovely man <laughs> what, what do you think uh, like I said I haven't played it um, I, from what I've seen it's definitely a much more action approach to what people are used to and from what they were expecting when it came out so I think it did rub people the wrong zombie way um, but I don't know it, it looks great and like I said, last time we recorded this, I was surprised that you could actually have characters from Left 4 Dead 2 in that game. I didn't know that wow. was even a thing. I am shocked. I have never heard of this. Oh, my God. <laughs> no, like when you told me about it, I had no idea. I Googled it and I was like, oh, shit, that's pretty cool. I just hope you can still shout, Pills here. <laughs> Pills. Just like Pills screaming here. at people. Have you seen the remix of that video? Uh, I probably have. This is like old stuff. Pills here. It's like left for speed and stuff like that, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Like ye olde stuff. Ye old times. It's not a bad game. I I don't I don't like it for the fact that it's Resident Evil. That's my that's my only gripe with it. Other than that, it's actually really good. Right, there you go. Yeah, my grip. Pretty good. So my my game, my next game is Dragon Garmin. My Nagaman is Dragon Agent. So I started this game after it was lent to me by the wonderful artist that is Kate Slinger. She might be listening. So, hey, Kate, uh, if you don't know who she is, go and find Scampy Cub on social media throughout the land. Um, her comic's called West, and it's fucking brilliant. So The main character's the fl- based on you. I'm it, 100% certain. It could be. I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> it looks exactly like you. It yeah, is like I, said, this- I wanted to do a live-action cosplay for, for Comic-Con. I wanted to go around as she was promoting the comic because I'd fucking love to do that. 
If there was a lineup at a police station just off that comic, you'd be fucked. Yeah, you would genuinely like that's it. I'm in a boat in Iceland. Yeah, (laughs) wish Uh, I was in a boat in Iceland. I wish I was fucking hell on that black beaches in Vik, whatever it's called. Vik. Anyway, let's actually get back on topic, which is something we're terrible at. Let's go. I played the first part of this game um, as I wanted a kind of fantasy realm play that I. I found out I wasn't getting from Sky High Rimming, as we said last time. Because <laughs> uh, Skyrim just never appealed to me. So I, I wanted something that was in that that space of game. but Something more. Something more. Um, I did really, really appreciate the art in the intro. I remember it being like an ink tapestry. as It, it was almost, almost comic art uh, as it explained all the different characters in the different realms of men and dwarves and elves and all that shit. Um, like, did did you play Dragon Age? Uh, I'm surprised. It's another Bioware game from you, Harrison. It is. So, <laughs> well, again, I haven't played a bunch of this series. Um, but if I remember correctly, I did actually enjoy what I played of the first one. I think I just had too many games at the time and, you know, just went through other stuff. Mm-hmm. It's a bit of a slow burn. Um, I know that the my character had a dog uh, and that you could also romance people. Dog romance. Which, Dog which is always a plus. Romance. No, not, not, no, not that, please. Um, but I was in my <laughs> teens at the time, so I'm like not surprised I don't remember much of it. Because there were so many games I wanted and just couldn't. Like, I, I think uh, my neighbour had like a massive collection of Xbox games, so I just like played whatever. Yeah. I was just like, hey, I need to borrow all ten of these things, and he was like, yeah, sure, why not? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, not no dog romances, man. What no, the fuck? no, I I never played more of it. I, uh, it it was that positive experience for me that I just couldn't continue with it. <laughs> it's like Fallout all over again. Yeah, it is. Just too strong. So, the love that I felt. So positive. So so positive. What's next? The next one. Uh, this yeah, FIFA. FIFA. Are you are you ready for me to be completely positive about FIFA? I am so ready. Harrison. Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> FIFA in itself kind of amazes me. Do you know why? Egg mayonnaise. Egg mayonnaise. <laughs> that, to be fair, egg mayonnaise amazes me as well. It but does. we'll get back to that. Uh, it has a huge fan base. It releases every year and has done since the year 1993. It's older than me. Yeah. Uh, and somehow wow. it's actually still going on. So like EA's ability to print money with this franchise is nothing short of genius. Mm-hmm. So in terms of like good things about the game itself opposed to, you know, their business practices, um, the characters don't look half bad. Uh, there's a free play section like while you're in loading screens uh, in the newer games anyway, where you can just like have a kick about. There's like a Hearthstone-esque pack system and you can even win some like really good prizes like if you're decent at the game. Mm-hmm. The Hearthstone pack thing is strange because it's like, I wouldn't usually say it's that good but with this it looks like you can earn the points at quite a reasonable rate so it's not too bad and they've also got like a pc version of it as well which is awesome because a lot of companies just don't bother with pc ports yeah i was was surprised to hear that yeah it's pretty good and i know like i know mates that have sank thousands of hours into this game and quite a lot of money um and now it's obviously not my preference Mm -hmm. but if it keeps people coming back to it that's pretty good yeah Yeah, martin and elliot play it all the time don't they 
Yeah, like I'd, I've just never really got into it. All I, all I used to do when playing, my mate would always think that I'd be really into it or like get into it and he'd try and like bring me around. I'd just try and slide tackle his players as much as possible. <laughs> try and like, just like head on, just bam straight into them, see what I could <laughs> Fuck do. you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, like as I've said before on other podcasts, I haven't played FIFA since FIFA 98. Uh, and it does, like you said, it amazes you. It amazes me that they still make it and that people still buy it. Because it, I don't think they changed the mechanics at all. I, on, I only ever liked slide tackling everyone and slide tackling the referee. And then while he was running away, just keep fucking slide tackling him until he sent me off. <laughs> there then, is no escape. <laughs> yeah, no escape from the slidey man. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, I feel like I should have asked Kylex before we started this. Uh, if they have rolled in Football Manager into it, because I don't know if you, because you said there's a, a pack-like system, so that's to do with like earning players like cards, then, right? That's Ultimate Team, yeah. From what I understand, obviously, I'm no expert in this, so bear with me. Yeah. Um, so, I'm sorry yeah. if I'm wrong, but yeah, they've got Ultimate Team, so it's like you unpack characters and then you can put them into teams, and you've got to have good chemistry and you've got to get the best players possible. I think. Oh right, that's quite interesting. You've got to have chemistry, so. The players yeah. have to get on. Apparently, yeah. From what I've seen, it seems it doesn't seem massively in depth. Like it's accessible, but it makes sense. You know what I mean? That's really cool because you could have like players that the AI won't pass to other AI players because they doesn't like them or they call them on something. I don't know if yeah, if something happens in the world of football and it's like, well, their chemistry's boned. <laughs> Your mum's yeah, a zero zero one one zero one one. Yeah, it, it seems all right. Like I, uh, I know that certain people I know have like unpacked an amazing character, managed to sell them, and then buy like a massive team or like a really good team out of it just because they got really lucky. Um, but yeah, they just people keep coming back year after year. It's really, it's quite a nice thing to be honest. Yeah, it's, it's really it's cool. nice that people have that thing to go back to, especially if they don't play other games. It's still something where you can, you know, interact with people online. Yeah, if you yeah. only play so Call of Duty about and community. FIFA, that's fine. Yeah, and that's like, so weird. I've come away from thinking about FIFA being so positive, which is really, really odd. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, same here, mate. Yeah, but yeah, being positive, you know, you gotta be, gotta be good about this kind of you stuff. Have. Yeah, uh, and that's the end of our list, isn't it? Yeah, one funny thing I'll add about FIFA. Uh-huh. It's probably if you play FIFA, you might not like this, but my uh, my mate Joel, who we spoke about a few times, he used to get people to rage quit just by like scoring a goal and then you get his guy to do like a celebration where he just windmills his arms and then if you get past your team your team have to chase you and grab you before the animation's over <laughs> <laughs> like so he just keep going like running around the pitch and people are just like quit <laughs> that's well good that's hilarious probably trolling but it's amazing it is right yeah. okay so uh how do you think we did mate I think we did so good considering this episode was broken down into two parts and I had a mental breakdown and like he did I witnessed it yeah I, I nearly sent him a lovely message you know that bit on uh what's it called on the force awakens on star wars where kylo ren like chops up that computer when he's like what girl I I nearly fucking grabbed like the fake lightsaber in my room and fucking smashed up all of my tech <laughs> <laughs> yeah it was so close well, but yeah I'm feeling good today there. This episode, even that, just that little bit of the episode has helped. And uh, thank you for the lovely message. And thank you to the listeners for being patient. Obviously, this episode's going to be a day late. I, I had a thing, didn't I? I went, oh, yeah. I, well, I learned this week. You have to act surprised as I tell you, tell you again so the listeners can learn it. Yes. There is a kind of bee called a vulture bee that makes uh, honey from meat. And apparently I completely forgot about this. Yeah. 
I want to find... I have not actually seen a picture of these bees, but I presume that they're like those things out of Fallout in the desert. You know, the is it like... Oh, the Cazadors. Yeah, the big thing with the orange Ugh. wings. Yeah, fuck that. Nope. I'll let, I'm going to Google it. Vulture bee. Vulture bee. I'll do I, it I didn't well. Google it last time. Vulture bee. I'll do it as well. Oh my God, they are terrifying. What the fuck? Oh, I, I put culture bee. <laughs> <laughs> it's got a briefcase. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow, how the red it, and black. How is a briefcase cultural? I don't know. It's, uh, I don't know. <laughs> it's the first thing that pops into my head. <laughs> to be fair, there's there's bee culture, the magazine, business strategy planning. Oh, no way. Fuck it out. These are horrible looking. Yeah, they are actually. Sorry, you know, this is an audio podcast or whatever. It is, yeah. This is great audio entertainment. Yeah, Look at they the vulture get bee. It's roadkill. Like red and black and like real big mandibles and shit. That is the most metal fucking bee I've ever seen. Oh, yeah. Fucking hell. Damn. I would... I Fuck. That's horrible. <laughs> uh, right, should we move on to this gross bee into game news? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's time for us to talk about games. New ones. Games. New ones. Games. New ones. Sorry. I've, yeah, you've thrown me here. Christ. <laughs> uh, game news. The Last of Us 2 trailer has had its likes and comments disabled on YouTube. This is the new trailer that went up not long ago. Oh, wow. Um, I've heard lots of negative stuff around this, and with yeah. this being a positive episode, I'm not. Well, to be fair, I don't think that I have anything negative to say about The Last of Us anyway. I've managed yeah. to miss the spoilers, luckily. Please do not send me spoilers. I actually want to play this. I'm genuinely really excited to play it, and I love the first game. Naughty Dog are amazing. Yeah, I, I unfortunately did get it spoiled for me, but I did really enjoy the trailer regardless. Uh, you get all those yeah. feels all the time. Like, it's, it's a hard trailer to sit through. It's very emotional, even just from that. Yeah, you can definitely. tell it's got like an emotional weight to it, and I and I, I hope it's a really good end to the story, or you know, next chapter to the story. Anyway, even if like I feel like even if the story's been spoiled in segments, like or like you know if you've read it, I'd feel like the gameplay alone should hold it, and you know, the little bits of interactions. Naughty Dog are really good at that stuff. Yeah, yeah. What? Well, don't 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 be mean. Be nice. Don't be mean, y'all. Don't be mean. <laughs> Be positive. Uh, positive. Right. Sec- second piece of news. Yep. Uh, Escape from Tarkov's next wipe is weeks away. Uh, most people have abandoned doing quests and getting loot, and they're literally straight up killing each other for fun as the loot won't be kept at the end of the wipe. I mm, lost, after reading this news, I lost like 300,000 rubles worth of stuff on a raid. Was not impressed. Well, My I wouldn't rubles. keep it anyway. My rubles. Yeah, I took in... Some like level six armor. I took in a level five helmet. I took in like a P90 with like some of the best ammo I have. And your P90. (laughs) (laughs) Damn. Damn, So so. I uh, ended up shooting a guy and then another guy ran up behind me and just fucking destroyed me. Which I was like, I'm wearing like some of the best armor in the game and these guys are like using shit. So I'm guessing (laughs) they just leg metted me because your legs don't have armor. I'm guessing he was just like spamming my legs. Yeah. yeah. Like you (laughs) slapping you on the thighs like. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, exactly. Just like shooting me with the worst ammo in the fucking knees. Fucking hell, man. Yeah. But yeah, I'm I'm fine with it. I was I was kind of upset at the time. I was like, ah, oh, my, why, why did this happen? Why, oh, Lord? Why? But you know, it's not doing you any favors. Just sat in your inventory, so yeah, got to get yeah. over that did, gear did you fear. See the new uh, Warzone news today. No. Um, Steph, one of our the the girl from one of our squads who we play with, uh, she tagged us in an article. A load of people have noticed a load of weird sounds coming from the woods, uh, like wolves howling, and like someone thinks they heard zombie sounds. 
I, so they think that they might be rolling that in soon because there's a lot of these weird launch codes that people have found and key cards that don't seem to do anything yet. So they think well, isn't this that giant zombie thing is going to start. property opposed to... Like, that's Treyarch opposed to uh, Infinity Ward, isn't it? That's what I thought. It's not the right company, is it? But who knows? I don't know. I guess they all fall under the Call of Duty, like, Activision umbrella, though. So it's possible. Yeah. I'm I'd, not I'd saying like it's to not going to happen. I'd just... love to see, like, an infection-style mode where maybe one squad starts as zombies and then by the end of it, there's like two squads left with 148 squads of zombies all after you and you've got to get into a bunker before like a nuclear bomb goes off or something. That would be pretty cool. Because there is the game mode of infection on um, in the playlists on the standard game. So yeah, it would just be is, that yeah. on an up, up scale. Yeah, sounds yeah, good. I'd be um, well what up was that. other news that came out? The Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 1 and 2 was announced yesterday. It was! It was. I was. I was in the Twitter thing, and yeah, it was. It's Tony Hawk's one and two. That's you know, if you like that stuff, that's good. I, I prefer Thug, honestly, Tony Hawk's yeah. Underground, but that's just me. Like, I'm sure it'll be great though. Do you think it'll have the original soundtrack? It does, from what I've seen. Oh right, cool. Okay. Because it's got like Papa Roach and it's got like scary music. Brill. Oh, I'm excited then. <laughs> That's well good. <laughs> You're ready for it. Yeah, I'll probably pick it My up. body I, is ready. It's a game I never owned, but one of my best friends when I was younger had it, so we always used to play it at his house. So I'm very familiar with it, but yeah, I never owned it myself, so I, I think I will probably get it. I kind of miss skating games. Yeah, same. Like, you don't really snowboarding see Snowboarding as well. Mm-hmm. Like, if, Did you ever play Amped? Amped 3? Uh, yeah, yeah, I did. Amped 3 was a beast game. Playing fucking blinded by the light while going down a mountain as a pink bunny. Yeah, the best yeah, intro yeah. to a game ever. Skate oh, was wait, good no, maybe I didn't play it. Sorry, I was thinking of a different game. Yeah, I remember you telling me about that one, though. You're, you're thinking of SSH Tricky, aren't you? I am, yeah. <laughs> the other really good uh, snowboarding game. Yeah, I always preferred SSX3, personally, but Tricky's also great. I just like the way it's like, it's tricky, 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 tricky. And then it's just like, yeah, yeah it's fucking brilliant. Uh, Resident Evil 4, we'll be getting the Capcom remake treatment, and I'm super excited for that. It's I think be... we should call them like a cream make because they're all creamy and smooth. Oh, it should be an RE make, Resident Evil make. Oh, yes. That was a better I'm pretty point. sure that's what people already do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a cream make. It's actually an RE make. You're like, fuck. Shit, I should have gone with that. It's like the Archer Friday thing. Yeah. <laughs> um, the Microsoft Xbox Series X will be released before Christmas 2020, which is good news for everyone. Yes. Uh, I can't see PlayStation being far behind either because that's a really crucial time in the market. It is, yeah. I imagine they'll be right there. Hell yeah. And that's about it for game news. We Movie don't know news? prices yet, do we, for the new consoles? I'd imagine like 400 or quid. It's not going to... It's the same with like all generations. Steep. Well, yeah, it's four, 500 quid. You know, they're trying to compete with gaming PCs now. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Uh, Which, well, we'll see you anyway. Know, I know that they, they did say yeah. that any games that you own on the Xbox One that get an Xbox Series X equivalent, you'll get a free upgrade. Whether they stick to that, I don't know. But let's hope they do, because I've got a lot of games that I'd like to see on the Super, Super Ks, 4Ks, 8Ks, 12Ks. <laughs> Human eyes can see like 13K, right? Hey, your eyes might be able to, but mine are like N64K, right? N64K, you yeah. can see in 32-bit. Yes. Okay, that's good. <laughs> <laughs> right. So, uh, movie news. Movie news, yes! Movie news. Do you know it? Movie news. I don't know it. Movie news. Do you know it? I got some news about movies. No, I've never heard of it. 
So, um, we've got a new Stephen King film coming out. Any of our listeners who are fans of the director Mike Flanagan, uh, who's been knee-deep in uh, Stephen... And he said Stranger Kings. <laughs> in, uh, <laughs> I thought Stephen... you were going to say, he's been knee-deep in fucking Stephen King. <laughs> he has. So deep. Uh, in Stephen King's work, may be excited to know that he's now working on another one. His latest project is a cinematic adaption of Revival, which is another one of his books. Uh, people may not be familiar with Fl- Mike Flanagan, but they may have seen his work already. So he actually made The Haunting of Hill House. He made Hush and wrote the screenplay for Gerald's Game, uh, all for Netflix. And he also directed and adapted the Shining sequel called Doctor Sleep, which was great. I loved that one. I am awaiting the the extended Blu-ray in the post. I really want that. Ooh, that should yes. be pretty good. Uh, he's actually working currently on a sequel to The Haunting of Hill House called The Haunting of Bly Manor, which is loosely based on the 1898 novella The Turn of the Screw by Henry James, which, I don't know, I've never read that. It's supposed to be very good and very spoopy, so I'm excited for that one. He's obviously, wow, what am I saying? This guy obviously has a penchant for horror uh, and seems to be giving it Taika Waititi a run for his money for being the busiest director in Hollywood, as after this, he's working again with Netflix on another movie adaption called Midnight Mass, which is a book by Shirley Jackson from 1959. What do you think, J-Man? Damn, son. He's a busy man. He's a busy boy. Yeah, Hush, Hush was amazing. I tried to watch a bit of Haunting of Hill House, but I got uh, I got spooked. You got too so, spooked? <laughs> yeah. Well, it's like I got a bit spooked, and I was like, I don't know. I don't know what to do. So I didn't watch it again. <laughs> I don't Honestly, know I just forgot about it. I don't know what to do. Hide? I don't Turn deal the TV well off? With fear. <laughs> I don't know. No. Uh, no, it's, it was all right. From what I saw, I enjoyed like the cinematography and stuff. I just... Oh, I think I went to watch something else. There's, there's a part of it where, because it takes part in, sorry, it takes place in two different times. So when the get people are kids yeah. and then when they're adults, and there's a part where they do a whole scene that's about, I think it's about 11 minutes long or something, where the camera never cuts, but it cuts between the young actors and the old actors, and it goes Damn. over two locations as it's like moving through. It's real fucking clever. Nice. I'm. It sounds really good. I will get back to watching it at some point. It's just like, for I've had a crazy couple of months, Harrison, as yeah. you well know. So I'll probably go back. I'm just starting to watch Mr. Robot at the minute. So yeah, you said yeah. How, how far have you got? Uh, like four, four, no, like five or six episodes in. Right. Okay. You said it was getting pretty deep, didn't you? It's a very heavy show. <laughs> it's it's an incredibly heavy show. It's like oh, you know, I'm sad. Most people would reach out to friends and family and you're like, yeah, I can relate to that, you know? That's what people do. And then he's like, I do morphine. And it's like, oh. Oh, all right then. Well, well, okay. I was like, that's a way of dealing with my problems. I'll yeah. take opiates. Morphine and this. hacking. Yeah. Let's do this shit. Yeah. I thought morphine was management. you like sluggish and shit. Like, I don't know. Like Maybe he just likes a challenge. Yeah. <laughs> just like, he's having to like pick up his legs individually and move them and plant them. <laughs> It takes real oh, effort man. to type when you're on morphine. Yeah, yeah, that'd be awesome. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> what have we got next? Oh, Revival. The, the film that he's working on next is actually due to come to theatres and not Netflix, which is cool, as I prefer the big screen experience personally when we're not in a global pandemic. And it's not yet decided if he's going to direct, but he is doing the screenplay with the option to direct later on if he chooses to. But anyway, the movie itself... Must tells... be nice to have that power. Yeah, it's like, eh, like, yeah, I'll direct. Do you want to direct it? It's like, eh, you know, we'll see how I feel. We'll see how I feel. Is it a Tuesday? It might be on a Tuesday. I've got bowling on Tuesdays. 
<laughs> is that what he sounds like? I don't know. I was scratching my leg, so I was le- leaning really far away from the mic. <laughs> is that is that what your voice sounds like when your diaphragm's compressed? Yeah, it d- no, I was like, I had my face sideways. You're right, mate. The How's it going? Sorry, I'm just leaning forward. When I right, lean, I go now. cockney. <laughs> <laughs> That's genius. Yeah. So the story itself uh, is about a small town preacher in hideous grief when his wife and his daughter die, and that is spoilers for you guys, uh, which leads him to experiment with the spoopy. So there needs to be a better word for supernatural here, and I'm going to stick with exonatural. And he ends up meeting someone from his past who is now a heroin addict, and they become fast friends, as you do. Uh, and I'm sure they get into all manner of exo shenanigans. Damn, son. It Damn sounds son. like... Um Sounds like Pet Cemetery. Yeah, it does. It sounds similar. Yeah, I mean, all... speaking of morphine abuse, bit yeah. of heroin there. <laughs> a bit of a Stephen King for you. Uh, no, his his drug of choice for writing was cocaine, wasn't it? So he was just like, wah, fucking typing away, coming up with crazy <laughs> typing shit. away as fast as he can. Yeah, what a madman. White dust flying everywhere off the keys. <laughs> <laughs> wow, there's a lot of dust in here. Yes, dust. Oh, mate. Uh, I, I'm like, oh, I'm just going to blow this anyway. pile of dust away. And he's like, no, <laughs> my dust. <laughs> that would be, be amazing. I love it. Yeah. Oh, my creativity dust. <laughs> <laughs> my marching powder. My next part of movie news is it's technically TV news, but it, it comes under the entertainer news, I guess. Uh, it's for Mando season two. So everyone loves Mandalorian, and you'll only be happy to hear that we have some confirmations for season two. First of all, Michael Bean, who most people will know as Kyle Reese from The Terminator and Hicks from Aliens, he's been cast for the new season, which is amazing. Um, we haven't seen him as anything for a while. At least I haven't anyway. I don't know if anyone else has seen him or anything. So I imagine, personally, he's going to be in some kind of soldier role. I've never seen him as an antagonist, so I'm hoping or you know, theorizing that we might see him as some war veteran on the side of the Empire. That is a light dusting of a burrito prediction. And as a second bonus for Mando, there was an announcement last night, well, two nights ago now, I suppose, of Tamura Morrison, who most people will know as Django Fett and as the voice of all the clone troopers, as well as the voice of Boba Fett in the remastered editions of Star Wars. He's actually been cast to return as Boba Fett in the Star Wars universe. You made that prediction, didn't you? I did! Yes! Another burrito prediction, true. Yes. We're getting good so at many of them. I know, yeah. yeah we need to start like marking them down. I'm gonna like start scraping them into like my door or something. <laughs> you move house and people are like, wow, what are these markings? Like the etchings of a madman. <laughs> He's killed so many. <laughs> <laughs> there were no survivors. Fuck, man. Yes, that's um, crazy. Is that yeah. everything? I think that is everything, isn't it? Weekly recommends. Oh yes, the weekly recommends. Things ever watched and played to recommend to you. So mine was a YouTube channel this week, and it is the channel Terminal Montage, which is it's an animator who's making little cartoons. In it's I, I did share one last time, which was the one that we were laughing at about with Link waking up and he's like, "What are the name of Hylia?" When he throws the tree. <laughs> yeah, at the speed run. Yeah, so he, he does. He animates speed runs, including the glitches into the cartoons. So the characters like glitch through walls and get all fucking weird. And all the Star Fox ones he does, you can hear like the control stick whapping back and forward because in Super Smash Brothers, when you played a Star Fox, you could like go and it would like, "Hang on, let me get my control." You'd hear that like as people were moving around it fast. Uh, so the, his latest one is a Sonic one, and it's Sonic chasing after Robotnik and ruining everything for him, all the way up to his castle. I quite like the uh, the one with the Pokemon baby battle thing. Yeah, the that baby was, battle. That was so funny. The ending's brilliant but of that one. 
It is so good. Yeah, yeah, like it's a good channel. I really do enjoy it. I think we did mention Wonder Song as well, didn't we? We did, yes. Because it's so fucking cute and adorable. I love it. It it rem- it's just it reminds me of a friend I had who sing sang all the time. Yeah. So you basically you instead of fighting, you just sing at things, and there's bits that are really cute, like when you got to sing and like translate for someone, and there's a bit where you're trying to wake someone up, and he's like, "I can do that." I sing loud all the time. It's my thing. <laughs> yeah, so you, your control stick works the pitch, doesn't it? To which note yeah. you're going to sing. So up is obviously higher than down, and you like do all around in a circle, and it's always in key with the music for whatever is happening in the scene, and everything oh, bounces so, when you sing. So and, good, I love it. It's so nice. It's like what well, it's one of the most feel good games I've ever played because even is. when shit's like kind of like gloomy. He just sings and like the world kind of lights up. It's really nice. Yeah, it's all cool. It's almost like papercraft, isn't it? The the art style. Yeah, definitely. Um, and it, it's made it's, by like two people or three people. Yeah, three is because I remember it's like Sarah, John, and Gord. Gord. Yeah, which also just makes me think of um, what's it? What's it called? Freddy got fingered when he's called Gordy. <laughs> Gordy. <laughs> Daddy, would you like some sausage? Exactly, Daddy. Would you like some sausages? Uh, oh, yeah, so we've mentioned that, that more than once. One of the most wholesome games, and for anyone who's stuck inside, feeling a bit low at the moment, it could be one that could cheer you up for sure. It's really good. Yes. Uh, my main recommend, though, uh, double <laughs> honestly, recommend. I've been, I've been no the the fucking Wonder Song was like an additional. We just so happens we're doing it in the wrong order this time. One point five recommends. <laughs> <laughs> point five of it was you, bitch. Um. <laughs> Fine. <laughs> so honestly, I've been learning about Warhammer Forty Thousand over the last week. Yes, uh, everyone has. It's so weird. Me, Joel, and you specifically, and yeah. Stu, and, and Stu. What the? What the fuck? Like, it's like because I I started playing Warhammer Mechanicus randomly because it was in a humble bundle thing. Yeah. There was a YouTuber I like called Mandalorian Gaming does like reviews and he mentioned it and I was like oh, I'll give it a go, and yeah, like I've been learning about fucking. The uh, the thing of man, whatever it's called, I I was learning about it. I clearly, just forgot what the no, what's it called? The Imperium of Man. Uh, so the basically what I'm trying to recommend is there's a guy on YouTube called Bricky B R I C K Y, uh, who does like two hour long videos on about all the races of the 40k universe. Okay, it's funny, it's well put together, it's informative. I love the videos. He's not done much else like it, though, which is kind of upsetting because I love those videos of his. Uh, that and I've been watching a channel called Play on Tabletop, which oh, is yeah. people playing at a high level, um, like battle reports of 40k fights. And they're actually really good. Like, they're way less cringy than you think. They're <laughs> having a good time. So we can put them in the notes. Yes. And there was uh, there's a bit in one of them where it's like, oh, I've got eight inches to play with because he rolls for movement. And he can hear a woman in the background like, he wishes. <laughs> so that was fucking brilliant. I was like, well it good. just seems like that they just tell each other what they're trying to do because it's such a an RNG game. Like, like you're just rolling dice and fucking hoping for the best. Yeah. It's so it's so wholesome and like nice. And the people like they don't seem salty. I just find find it so interesting. Um. Yeah. Just honestly, 40k is actually kind of nice i'm enjoying it i used to collect them when i was a kid but i was just really impatient same i used to and paint them yeah i mean it, now is a perfect time to get like a little order in and start doing it i think uh <laughs> one of I our can't afford that stuff man one of our listeners tube who we play warzone with 
He Chub. has a, a link, I think, to get discount. I think he has an I'm, affiliate link. As uh, much I'll, as I like it, I'm I'm not. I, I refuse. I can't. <laughs> I can't afford to pump all this money into this. Yeah. Other well, hobby. I'll, I'll put the link in the show notes anyway if I can get it. So if listeners want any of that, they can use his link and get discount anyway because we've oh, got yeah, our game it. discount there too. Oosh, yeah, it's uh, that's forty k Warhammer forty k. It's so interesting. If you get a chance, do check out the Bricky guy on YouTube. He's that the videos are actually really interesting. He's got some memes in there and stuff. You know, oh, I love a good keeping meme. The, keeping the youngins interested. <laughs> right then, I think that's it. I think that is everything. Uh, so let's just remind our listeners: you can find us on YouTube, Twitch, Facebook, Instagram, and sent and Twitch all at Grief Burrito. And yes, there's a link in Feel the show notes if you want to get discount off games. Get in touch. Tell us things. Be like, hey. And we'll be like, yo. I might hey, not say yo. yo. We're hip and young yeah. and down with the kids. Uh, <laughs> next week is going to be your spooky, is it not? Yeah, I would have had more done, but we've been trying to re-record this. I know, yeah. It's been <laughs> a nightmare. I've got time. We'll see. Uh, yeah. loads of time. It's only Wednesday. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll see what I can You've do. had one afternoon sure less than you'd usually have. <laughs> yeah and i usually do it all on the last afternoon harrison <laughs> that is why your spookies are short jordan ho ho whoa well nah to be fair i usually leave myself a bit of time but yeah, yeah. I, everything that i pick i just like i run out and i'm like oh shit what do i do i've got to drag this shit out yeah. i can't start again <laughs> gotta make it spookier add fog add fog <laughs> fog times five yeah <laughs> right okay that's great that's uh that's an episode. It Thank is. you very much for tuning in. I wrote this one, which is why it's way better. Is it? It's also split in two, <laughs> which was my fault. <laughs> That's Yeah, exactly. Everything's Harrison's fault. Yeah. I just turn up usually. Right. It's been a pleasure. Thank yes. you very Thank much. Thank you, guys. Have Find a good day. Us Bye. And stuff. Bye. Bye. Uh. <laughs>